0: And the festive bake is back. On that note, welcome to the Eat Lift Lose podcast show with myself, Chris, and me, Brad. And this is episode five, I believe. Five years, yeah, five, yeah. five weeks. We're doing well. A bit of consistency, which I'm surprised at from ourselves. I, I think we managed to get over the hump. Five listeners uh, overall between all our, all our podcasts put together. Uh, I hope so. They've been well. They must have been listening to it a few times themselves. Yeah, probably. Um, based on the number of views we've got, if you only got five listeners, yeah. <laughs> God knows what's happening there. Anyway, that said, what are we covering today, Brad? We are going to be covering to begin with intermittent fasting because we all like to fast, bro. Yeah. And that's the only way you can lose weight, or one of the ways you can lose weight. Um, that's right, isn't it, Chris? Uh, it is the only way, according to some people. Yeah, um, it's the the holy truth, so yep. to speak. Uh, what else have we got coming up? We have got how many meals you should eat a day. Um, again, leading on to off the fasting. Um, you know, should you eat two meals a day? Should you eat four meals a day? Or should you be broke and eat six meals a day? Of chicken rice and broccoli yeah. all day long, nothing else. Uh, fish and oh, fish pigs. and the <laughs> rice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the it, first time I saw that was on my PT course. I've never seen that video, really. <laughs> and the uh, guy that was leading the PT course, um, which was done by BMF Academy, really kind of great place to do it. Um, they showed a video whilst we were having like, a little bit of a lunch break. Yeah absolutely it's brilliant if you haven't seen it just type in fish, fish and rice and cake, cake man and yeah it couldn't get any more hilarious you kind of no. think is he putting the act done no he's not but he's not and that's the <laughs> that's the funniest part he's yeah. not meal one I uh, fish and a rice cake meal two fish and a rice cake what, what do you think you that for me for meal three rice cake and fish rice cake and fish <laughs> yeah Oh, uh, it's uh, just I, the fact that it's freezing was like massively yeah. full of fish Yeah, (laughs) that's all you would eat. Please don't do that if you are trying to lose weight or you are trying to get some muscle. Don't eat just a fish and a rice cake. There's plenty of food out there to enjoy. Yep. Um, And third topic. Um, My metabolism is slowing down because you're getting old. Yeah, can you help me? I I, I can, and I can tell you why. Okay. Or why not, it's slowing down. Alright. Cool. (laughs) And then we'll finish off with just what's happening in our world. And, yeah, what's going yeah. on and why the festive bake is back. Are we finished with that or should we start with that? No, we're finished with that. Finish with it. Make yeah. them listen to the end so they can yeah. hear about what this festive bake news is. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Let's get cracking then. Intermittent so, Fasting, also known as IF. Give us a little bit of a lowdown on the basics of what it is, Brad. So the concept of intermittent fasting is you narrow your... You narrow your Feeding window because we we have two different. Well, apparently we have two different windows. Um, no doors. Yeah, that's an awful joke. Can't <laughs> <I'll> get <laughs> out. So of this. Move on. Let's cut that bit out. Uh, Moving on. <laughs> so you've got two windows. One is your feeding, and one is non-feeding. And normally refer to non-feeding is like one we're sleeping, basically. Yeah. Um. Hence the reason we call it breakfast. Well, I don't know why it's called breakfast. You break your fast. Yeah, but it should be breakfast. It would, but I mean, it doesn't flow. You know well. what I mean, though. Yeah. Right. Anyway, it's breakfast. That um, um, it sounds like a very posh way of saying breakfast. Yeah. I'm just about to say my breakfast. Yeah. Today <laughs> of my muesli and granola <laughs> with my duck eggs. Your duck eggs <laughs> <laughs> and your sourdough toast uh, yeah. with your smashed avocados, burnt sourdough sourdough toast. Oh, I don't know what people eat. So say. Anyway, so <laughs> fasting. Uh, yeah. So you've got those two windows. And um, what people do is, well, the concept of intermittent fasting is that window you are feeding, which would be normally from any day, any time of the day, yeah. is narrowed down to a certain amount of hours. Mm. A lot of people, I don't know, there seems to be rules and regulations on intermittent <laughs> fasting. I don't know how, but people... Who's in because, charge of that? Oh. <laughs> fucking hell, who <laughs> knows? World Health Organization. But they hope not. Um, yeah, so I think they go, like the, the most common is, like, 1 to 8, or 12 to 8. Uh, yeah, 16-8. Um, yeah, yeah the, the miles are right, I haven't got the maths wrong. 16-8, yeah. I think, is the most common one. Yeah, um, but the whole concept of it is that you don't eat, uh, you extend the period, the window of what you're eating, and then you eat during that, and you just eat your normal uh, kind of foods. Um... So, the idea is that you cut those calories out that you normally eat through the day and you can't fit as many calories in Oh, can you? <laughs> well... That's, that's the a, idea. The premise. That's what we're going to move on to. <laughs> um, yeah. The idea is that you stop yourself from... Well, I say stop, just minimise how many calories you can eat in that window, right? Yeah. So, by shortening your feeding periods, um, it makes it sound like bears in a zoo or something. Yeah. Uh, by, by shorting the window that you eat in a day the idea is you're going to cut down the amount of calories you eat in a day um, so let's say for instance like you are saying about 12 till 8 so maybe you only eat between 12 and 8 Yeah. Um, which is I think if you want to take that approach it's probably quite manageable for most people yeah. unless you're someone who's up super early uh, like ourselves we're normally up sometimes 5 6 in the morning um, so waiting until 12 for some food is a bit of a stretch you yeah. a physical job so um, but that's typically what you do, you try and reduce your calories by doing that. Yep. Um, and it can work for some people, but I think uh, the main thing and the one thing we want people to understand is it's just one method in your toolbox. Yep. Um, I people, have a lot of spanners and screwdrivers in my toolbox, alright? How big's your toolbox? <laughs> it's huge. <laughs> um, Yes, <laughs> that's completely thrown me off and I've just got vivid images of you with the hairdryer doing nonsense. <laughs> uh, which if you watch that Instagram story from, well it be last week by the time this episode comes out, you'll see what I mean. Yep. Um, but yeah, basically you've got loads of tools in your toolbox and intermittent fasting is just one of them. Yeah. Um, I think the biggest thing is, if it fits in your lifestyle and you're getting results from it, yeah, Crap on, do it. Yeah. Don't try and fit square pegs into round holes. Um, unless you've got a right. very heavy hammer. Yeah, but then, you know, you've got to have a really strong arms lift the hammer. Up. It's got to yeah. be a freaking heavy hammer. But, um, I think, yeah, the, the issue, I think the biggest issues that I have, in my opinion, and I think a lot of people do, you know, people that know the ins and outs of intermittent fasting is that people believe that the concept of not eating mm. is gonna, like, delve into their fat stores and start eating away fat like it's not what? how it works. You say that, but then on the flip side, there's like pe and this complete people will probably say this, but yeah. like, both aspects of it. People are like, oh no, you need to eat breakfast to spark your metabolism. Like, oh yeah. And like but the same person will probably say both sides of the yeah, story, yeah, which is yeah, like yeah. the most bizarre thing. Yeah. Um, and because which one's then true? Which one are you standing by? <laughs> Neither of them. Neither. Um, it's yeah, great. and it's ridiculous. People believe, and I can understand where they get it from because mm-hmm. they Definitely. don't. Know, they don't know. No better. But yeah. it's this idea that if you fast for sixteen hours or however long, you're gonna start melting into your body fat. Like if that was the case, everyone would be walking around lean as skinny hell. as fuck. Yeah, <laughs> and. <laughs> One of the things that we've got in this country and in a lot of Western countries is an obesity crisis. If that was the case, we probably wouldn't have that crisis. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's probably one of the, well, one of the reasons I've kind of got into this industry yep. over this year is to try and make an impact on that. I'm not going to help the world, not, but hopefully through our podcast together, uh, the training that we do, the boot camps are doing, we're making a little bit of a dent in that yep. um, and helping some people out. Yep. Um, but yeah, it's not the be all and end all, and if it was, we wouldn't be in a situation yeah. where we are yeah. as a nation, which unfortunately is most of us, i say most, it's a big population of the country that is overweight. Um, that's completely thrown off on a tangent, but yeah, back to the intermittent fasting. Yeah. Would you recommend it? Okay, so good question, and I was hoping you would ask for that. So, <laughs> it's almost like we planned this. So, I use this concept with Um, some of my clients and I also don't recommend it to some of my clients. So the reason I will recommend it to clients, okay, so if you are someone who, let's go through some points here, who doesn't really care about breakfast, so like your usual routine doesn't consist of breakfast. Yeah. It can just consist of getting up for work, grabbing a tea or coffee and going. Yeah. Yeah. If you're someone who's very busy in the morning, You've got to look after the kids, you've then got to get to work. You know, intermittent fasting is brilliant because you're not going to eat. And um, If you're someone that likes a bit of structure to when they can and can't eat, you know, just to try and encourage that, um, try and encourage to be in a calorie deficit, Yeah, I think it's a great way. Um, you know, some people like to be told or like to know that they can only eat between 12 and eight, for example, Yeah, and they are fine with that. But then there's some people that like, you know, breakfast is a routine, so it will throw them off without having breakfast, then don't do it. If you're someone that doesn't like too much structure, you know, like the free balling of things, then I would say, you know, don't go into um, fasting. But what, um, I think that's pretty much it, kind of, whether or not you should or shouldn't. If you're thinking to go in it because your mate from the gym or your mate from... Weight Watchers are telling you to do it because she's lost loads of weight. Like, don't go and do it because of that reason. But mm. like, they're probably lo- they're losing the weight because they're in a calorie deficit. It's yeah. not the concept. And I really want to draw that into people. Definitely. It's like any diet, it's not the concept of the diet. It's not because you're dropping carbs. It's not because you're dropping fat. It's not because you're, you're training. These are just tools that you use, just as you were saying, yeah. to help you create that, burn those calories to create the calorie deficit. Um, but what would you say is one of the one thing that you would say is a disadvantage or what can go wrong within intermittent fasting? Um, so, from a few people, if you like breakfast, obviously, like you said, it's yep. not going to be a great idea. If you enjoy a bowl of oats or eggs in the morning, probably not going to work out for you. No. Um, and also on that note, in terms of what can go wrong, if you do go for it and you do try it, you might get so hungry by 12 o'clock because, oh shit, 12 o'clock's hit, I can now eat as much as I want. You go yep. absolutely wild um, and just eat everything in sight. Uh, especially if you're at home or you're in a work environment where there's loads of snacks around you, It might yep. hit 12 o'clock and you go, right, my trainer said I can't eat till 12. It's hit 12, and I've seen this back in my old workplace. Yep. It's 12. My trainer says I can't eat till 12. Bang, yeah, I'm gonna grab as much food as possible. Yeah, fill myself up as much as possible in these eight hours, and then I won't eat again for another 16. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you do that, yes, you have followed the approach of intermittent fasting, but you've probably eaten more calories in that eight hours than what you would have yeah across the whole day. And then people start to think, right, well, I'm doing intermittent fasting. My friends have lost weight doing it. What am I doing wrong? they'll start to think about themselves as like the issue. Yeah, whereas... Okay, yes, you have to take responsibility and accountability for what you've done. Yeah, but but because they've been told you can only eat in eight hours, probably no one's really given any guidance about calories. They start blaming stuff, like, and this is where it comes from, because they've got no, because they're unaware, they've got no other answers to the reason why it's not working. So you get shit like, oh, my genetics, uh, different from yours or yeah you know something that we're gonna cover in a second it would be oh my metabolism's slow it's really slow and I can't lose really weight you know I've got underactive thyroid and like just touching base on that if you do have an underactive thyroid you'll know about it and you'll have Go to the medication <laughs> that will stop that from being an issue. Yeah uh, but that's a whole different story. Um, yeah, and going back onto that whole concept of being really, really hungry and then opening and going in for the, your first meal, I've seen it before and I still see it now. A few people that um, that are running it, they will go to the shop, you know, they're at work and because it's their first meal, and yeah. this is where the concept of that it's the the idea that the concept is what's making them lose the weight. Yeah. I mean, this is where it comes from because they think that they can eat what they want. It's like, I've just fasted, I've just burnt all that fat, out, I can eat what you want. And then they go to the shop and eat like two sandwiches that've got 500 calories each. Them, yeah. Packet of Creus, but that's not going to fill them up. And an orange juice. And yeah, and an orange <laughs> juice. And then they go like two hours later, they go have another meal. And then. Still like, your feeding window, of course yeah, you can eat. It's, <laughs> it's like you know it's so easy to eat yeah. like to go over those calories and it does come down to the fact that intermittent fasting is just because it encourages and in a way can force you into being a calorie deficit because mm-hmm. if yeah. you eat sensibly around a, an intermittent fast which is something that I teach my clients to do. I don't just tell them to go, you know, <laughs> knock go, yourself out for eight hours, not all the food back you can. Yeah, like just I, make sure you're done by eight pm. Yeah, it's fine. and I say to my, <laughs> I say to my, and I don't even give them a time frame not to eat. I like in, yeah, and I don't say to them you, "Can't eat after eight, I go, right, you're really, really busy most days between nine and like 12, one o'clock. Yeah. So, if you're keeping you busy if you're keeping yourself busy do you really eat breakfast no okay so let's not force you to eat breakfast yeah let's just open that window a little bit further maybe take an hour and then go eat a nice meal mm. and it's like pretty much the same what they've been doing but I've kind of told them to go away and have a think about it and yeah. they've got to eat a little bit better um, and even the client will tell you the, themselves it's say it's the content, just the fact that they're eating better. Yeah, um, eating burn <laughs> overeating yeah. calories. and in. it's like you can't go into in the middle fast and then think you're just gonna burn fat. Yeah, you might for the first, you might lose a bit of weight for the first week because the calories are dropped. But you know, everything's flawed in its own way. Eventually. Yeah, and absolutely. You know, um, I think just one last thing to add, which I kind of thought of when you were saying before yeah. about you're going into that eating window really hungry, you yep. end up scoffing your face. If you think about yep. it when you go food shopping like a supermarket, um, if you go in there really hungry, you're probably gonna buy a lot more food, and probably eat a lot more calorie-dense foods yep. from that supermarket than if you went into that supermarket after having a meal. Um, I know I've done in the past, if you're yep. really hungry, you go in the supermarket, yep. it's like, oh, I'll grab this, 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 oh, there's some fresh bread over there, I'll grab some of that, it's yep. not so good. Um, I'm really hungry. I'm just gonna grab some chocolates as well, um, which is nothing wrong per se of those foods. That's all, um, but you end up grabbing more food typically if you're really hungry. Yeah. Well, that's going on to that. That's something that we do. If you, uh, this is where the concept of oh, if you don't eat regularly, you're you're gonna store more fat. Like if you don't, if you eat for a long period of time, if yeah. you don't eat for a longer period of time, as soon as that first meal, it turns it into fat, and. There's a reason behind that why that might happen, and it's not because you've gone from not eating to eating, yeah. it's because you're so hungry. The first thing your body wants is high calorie dense foods. Yeah. And like you, like you, being an advocate of those, you'll understand why. I'm coming from here, like you don't eat right for a long time. What's the first thing you want? Something that's going to fill you, you know, give you a quick burst of energy you're not gonna, you're not gonna go in and think oh do you know what like I'm really I'm fancy that some salad chicken and, and, yeah, and yeah, some chicken and but, salad yeah <laughs> I, <laughs> no. who does that um, like there obviously are people that are very you know dedicated to what they do, and they will do that. Mm. But if you're, this is why we sometimes encourage people to eat some regular meals, Is because you're gonna keep yourself fuller for longer, and when it comes to your next meal, you're not gonna be depleted of energy, you're gonna think more, okay, let me get a nice meal in, rather than just scoffing yourself with a sandwich, and some muffins, and chocolate, and all sorts. And then I think that leads us on to, how many meals should you eat in a day? So, six, right? Obviously eight, right? Seven. Let's go seven. Okay. Or no, let's go because six or eight. People prefer even numbers. I don't know why. No one ever says yeah. seven. It's always six or yeah, eight meals. Not? Put us a number. Because it don't work. <laughs> maybe <laughs> It if doesn't eat, work. Maybe if you eat odd meals, it doesn't work. That's why no one eats three meals a day. It's because it's odd. It doesn't work. You've cracked it. <laughs> 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 don't eat three meals a day. Only eat two, four, six, or eight. None of this. three, five, seven so No. It's not going to work out. So, what's the idea <laughs> behind eating... Like shitloads so, meals every day. A lot of pe so on the flip side, intermittent fasting, you're eating this small window of across your day. Yeah, on the flip side, eating six, seven, eight meals a day, a lot of people kind of think, okay, right, I need to eat meals constantly to keep my metabolism going. So the more meals I eat a day, the faster my metabolism to work, the more calories I'm gonna burn off. Happy days. Yep. That's gonna help me lose some weight. In actual fact, what it all boils down to, <laughs> just like everything else. And it sounds really boring. Maybe we just sound like we're saying the same message every single podcast, but. It's because we are. <laughs> it's because yeah, we it's are. It's just basic shit. We are, we'll drill it home till the cows come home. But the cows are never gonna come home. No. Like, probably Because not. they don't have a home, so they'll no. never come home. No, no. And um, <laughs> I don't think those days are gone where cows used to roam the street but um, like, I've definitely I'm, gone yeah. <laughs> like, I I know, hope so anyway. Too many cars. <laughs> <laughs> well, when was the last time you saw someone ride them on the cow go home? Well, well you don't know what I get up to on the weekends. <laughs> <laughs> what were you doing far fast, Brad? Saturday night. <laughs> After some of those famous dance moves is up to you. Cow tipping. <laughs> yeah, um, so moving away from cow tipping. Moving away! <laughs> <Yay>! <laughs> that wasn't even intentional. We're <laughs> oh, no. gonna change this, through <laughs> Brian the Chris's bad jokes. <laughs> oh, I really wish I'd paid but I would have done it a bit slower, put a bit more emphasis on the move. All right. Anyway. Anyway. So moving on. Uh, we um, will think sparking. Yeah. You're gonna spark your metabolism a lot more. You're gonna burn more calories by eating more meals. Um, it's a very flawed concept because unless your meals are less calorie dense than what you would do, you're just gonna end up eating more calories. Um, calories matter, quite work. bro. Because calories matter, how many calories you consume matter, how many calories you expend or burn matter. Um, so if you think of, I think, where did the notion come from? Was it kind of bodybuilders and they yeah. need to eat six meals, or eight meals? It, I think it, it started to come from, from bodybuilding, bodybuilding regi- And just early research. Yeah. Um, like, research is changing all the time. Definitely. And I mean, it came around the concept of... Uh, uh, this is going to go on two points here. So it came around the era of like when uh, Arnold started to rise and whatnot. It wasn't the um, steroids he was taking that made him do. No. It was um, the six mils, eight mils Exactly. But you've also got other, other bodybuilders. And people see bodybuilders as that they are knowledgeable and they know what they're doing. And they're pros of what they do, right? Yeah. And and I don't mean like in terms of pros in the bodybuilder, like in the- they pros in nutrition. Yeah, they're pros in nutrition and training. And that's not, it's like, it's completely opposite. For the like, majority, if yeah. you go to a bodybuilder and ask for advice, they'll tell you, you need to eat chicken and broccoli right. and a little bit of rice every day and like that. And there's a lot of people out there and I'm um, I'm one who took that advice when I was younger. Um, I'm not that old anyway. But my first well, you've got dad jokes. So yeah, you're probably pretty old. <laughs> um, but in my early stages of training, um, I used to follow bodybuilders. You know, mass gainers, uh, eating straight after the gym. And uh, I used to. Oh, the most stupid thing looking back now. I used to have a protein shake whenever I came back from the gym. Yeah, even though I was about to have dinner. Yeah. So I'd get home from the gym, neck a protein shake, because that's what you do after the gym, and then go and eat dinner. Yeah, Even though that dinner had some protein in it, like I guess overall it added a bit more protein to my day, but I felt like I needed that shake because yeah. i finished the gym, Yeah, not because I needed to add a bit yeah. more protein to uh, my day. And it's because of those bodybuilders that they had this kind of authoritative figure. Mm. They started to tell people they had to do this, this, and this. And then people go, well, actually, he's, like looks really good. got a big bicep, so he must know what he's talking about. And yeah. unfortunately, that's not the case. It's not. And I know we've kind of slated bodybuilding, and times have probably changed quite a lot since yeah. the bodybuilding back then the, the, the new, I think the current... The, the upcoming generation of these bodybuilders are a lot more conscious. A lot. It's not even more. I think they're knowledgeable, a bit more knowledgeable. Yeah. Um, like there's some reptile um, people out there that do take pride in that they know what they're talking about. Uh, yeah. But I think that tends to be natural bodybuilders. Um. I don't really know too many. To be honest, I don't really follow the bodybuilding no. scenes enough to kind of call of judgment in between, like, no. like so you've got natural bodybuilding This completely off-tangent. What's the other kind of realm? Is it just, like, like bodybuilding, I body, steroid, yeah, bodybuilding? I think it's... Yeah, it's... <laughs> it will never be classified as... Steroids. I don't really know too much about yeah. it. Um, but from think what I understand is that they basically get away because they're not tested. Like, as in... And it's kind like of known A few that weeks before yeah. to, like, no one will ever openly say, like, yeah, we've got to where we are. Yeah, by doing stuff. Steroids, like steroids and stuff like that. But anyway. Metabol- uh, back, back to how many meals do you day? Yeah. Um, so the whole concept has kind of come around from that. And that's been delved into social media and just yeah. the media in general. And then people take that in, digest it. And then, you know, everyone has their own twist eventually on things. Mm. It's a bit like Chinese whispers. I but know. the media is like Chinese with oh, nutrition. Um, it's so bad. And then yeah, so people think that you need to fire up your metabolism for your <laughs> metabolism to work. Like did I don't know the exact numbers and um, don't quote me on this, but I know for a fact is that when we burn the most uh, calories yeah. is actually from while we're sleeping because we're recovering. But you've got the uh, you've got so basically you could. What I'm saying is technically is go away and sleep all day. But the thing is you Sounds can't good. balance everything <laughs> you do in terms of like yeah. the activity. But yeah, at the rate down the floor. at the rate of what we burn calories is very very high when we sleep, mm. and that's where everything go, you know goes on. And it it makes sense to think about it we're repairing, we're resting, so that's where the lot of the calories burn comes from, is where you're sleeping but that doesn't mean you can go away and sleep every day for 13 hours, because that will reverse it. But hopefully that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, it makes sense. If you slept for 13 hours, you wouldn't be doing much your day in terms of activity levels, you probably wouldn't be hitting any sort of decent number of steps, like eight, 10, 12K, and I doubt you'd find time to exercise. Yeah, and so they think that this metabolism burn is coming from but it's happening all all the time yeah and like i used to be massive advocate of you know got a fire up all your engine like it's a car gonna um, switch the engine on yeah and it's like all right we can refer to ourselves as meta, you know metaphorically as like cars yeah but it's we're obviously a bit more complex and basically like The amount of meals you eat a day will not affect how much weight or fat loss you burn if you're not in a calorie deficit. Pretty much. And I think it's almost reverse of what you really want to do anyway. Because if you're going to eat eight meals a day, personally, I struggle to eat eight meals a day. And being a calorie deficit. Yeah, but... If if you you imagine. Oh, like, like, that'd be ridiculous. But what people misjudge is the people who are eating eight meals a day and are tracking their calories, it's not like eight massive meals. It's like eight small meals. Mm -hmm. And and people that... that, Yeah, everyone's different. You may refer to a meal as a snack and, you know, but they might do eight meals, which include a protein shake a yeah. protein bar, some a yogurt. of yogurt yeah. and you know, stuff like that. So but I think people kind of get the point that we're trying to say is that you know calories matter over milk course. frequency and stuff like that. Milk meal meal frequency comes into play when you're probably like high in your game at what you do, you know, you're yeah. at your peak. And if you're um, really trying to get every little like last percent out yeah. um it does come into play especially if you are trying to get a little bit of muscle yep yeah. then you might start to think about okay well I'm having two meals in a day I might want to have a few more meals in a day just kind of up the yeah. like, protein serving yeah um but before you even kind of get down that route you really need to just think about okay how many calories am i eating a day Yep. Yeah. or am i getting enough fruit and veg and all of that am i getting a decent amount of fiber a day um before you start to worry about how many times a day you're starting to eat. Yep. Um, If like, if eating five meals a day for you works and you're getting results out of it, by all means carry on, but just understand, it's not the fact that you're lighting up your metabolism like you're at bonfire night. No. Um, It's just the fact that by doing, by eating five meals a day, if you are doing it, you're probably gonna be in a calorie deficit. Well, you are in a calorie deficit if you're losing weight. So, that being said, how many meals should someone have then? Whatever fits your lifestyle, bro. Perfect. Um, I'm glad you said perfect, not like, Chris, what the hell are you talking about? Get off. Yeah. Perfect. room. We need a soundboard. <laughs> perfect. And I found that really annoying when he presses it like 10 times in a row, yeah, it's, it's like, like it, let the guy go perfect, perfect. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. If you've seen H. Fire in the booth, you know exactly what you mean, yeah. what we mean. If not, then you probably have no idea what we're talking about. No. Um, but yeah, I'd say just trying to eat as many meals that fit your lifestyle, or eat the required meals that fit your yes. lifestyle, I should say, not as many. Yeah, I would, what I would recommend is take your weekly calories. So, Monday to Sunday, or Sunday to Saturday. Seven days, take seven days. Yeah. Then, you know, divide your weekly calories by seven That will give you how many calories to eat each day. And then divide that by how many meals you want. So if you want one meal a day, then you know (sighs) how much food you need to eat. I wouldn't recommend that. If you want two meals a day, you divide that daily calories uh, requirement by two. Three, you divide it by three. Four meals, you divide it by four. You divide it by four. If you want five meals a day, you divide it by five and however many foods you want. And I think that is where and or where that's all you need to know about meal. Yeah. And obviously your calories in that meal are just the average. By all means, have 400 calories at breakfast, 600 at lunch. Yeah. Um, don't take it as like literally gospel you need to no. eat that average every single meal. And panic if you go over by another 100 calories no. in that meal. You can go under No. no um, Yeah. Anything else to add? The um, meals a day? No, um, just make sure that you're getting probably some form of protein, and in most we, new meals. Yeah, um, I know there's I used to. I would say try and get some fruit and veg in every meal. Yeah, but you don't need to be eating veg for breakfast if you don't want veg for breakfast. Like I couldn't. No, like I sometimes I might, might have. F- like for example, you might have a breakfast with some eggs. And you might throw in some onion and, and like some peppers and stuff like and that. Some spinach, yeah, or some mushrooms. My um, but like if you don't want more veg in your breakfast, that's fine. Um, just try and make some fruit or veg in every meal. I think that's a good, yeah, like, definitely the veg suggestion because veg pretty low calorie. Uh, most of them are quite high or rare to be yeah. high in fibre, it's going to help keep you fuller for yeah. longer yeah. Um, and if you want to swap out like maybe half of your carb portion for a bit of veg, yeah. probably going to be a lot less calories in there yeah. um, and could keep you quite full. Yeah. And I think for breakfast, what I mean by fruit or veg is literally just having your usual breakfast, picking up an apple when yeah. through or just adding having some fruit for breakfast. You know, What's wrong with just having like an apple and a banana for breakfast? Anyway, moving on. So, fix my metabolism because I can't can't lose weight um, because my metabolism is slowing down year by year, day by day. I think we've sort of covered, well, as I tried to explain how I can fix your metabolism, Brad. We've sort of covered a little bit in terms of the meals and why thinking that your metabolism is an issue in terms of maybe having to spark it up or it's slowing down because you're getting older, Yep. Um, we've covered that a little bit, but I see why people say it, yep. and I try to approach it as to kind of why they're saying it, make them understand why they're saying it, and then make them think about it, yep. um, so if you guys come to me Brad, and say, oh Chris, I'm getting old, my tiredness are slowing down, I keep putting weight, you would be like, okay, so what are your t- activity levels now compared to maybe a few years ago when you are a bit younger, what are you doing? Okay, so now I'm sitting at a desk all day, whereas when I was younger at uni, I was walking around everywhere, I wouldn't get a bus because I had to pay for transport and I was a cheap student. Um, Okay, so your activity levels have dropped, what else has happened? Oh, and now I just sit at home watching Netflix all day rather than playing football. Yeah. Okay, so all that exercise you used to do, whether it's walking, football, whatever it was, you've stopped doing, and now you basically do nothing. What do you think has probably actually changed? The fact that that or your metabolism. The fact that you become a bit lazier. It's, essentially, uh, that's it. Which I try not to say to people directly yeah. unless they actually need that kick up the arse to yeah. say, you know what, you've just been a lazy shit, got moaning, and yeah. you yeah. you're going to do something. Fuck, get off the, get your ass. Some people need that. Yeah, some might. Yeah, so <clears> some <throat> people. Some people think that once you hit the mm. age of thirty, um, that your metabolism goes from here to like down here and what actually happens is it will slowly drop like that and so, that is people not watching this yeah don't explain what you're doing okay your uh, because like, <laughs> most people never listen to audio. at an angle um as a yeah. slow gradual decrease and like as Chris was saying the biggest factor to why people stop losing weight is because they become inactive. Well don't even stop losing, just gain weight. Yeah, or they yeah, because yeah. their activity goes from being really high to the complete opposite. And like I think over the last two weeks I've heard two people mention how like when they get older the metabolism starts slowing down and I think people throw it towards us a little bit more because we're PTs are like, Yeah, you know, my metabolism slows down yeah. and and, you know, to some degree it does, right? It does. You know, as degree, you're yeah. as you're getting older, and you start hitting, but we're talking like you know ten years difference. So between forty and fifty, your metabolism is going to slow down a little bit. Yeah. But not like to the extent of what people <laughs> think. Like if metabolism yeah. doesn't go from 100% over a hundred percent to fifty percent over like <laughs> or over a space of ten years. It like I don't know the exact numbers. But I know for a fact it's not as big as that. <laughs> yeah. It's probably not even a, like a 10% decrease. Yeah. Likewise, I don't know the exact numbers, but for sure it's not no. slowing down. And I can't I can't remember on. the exact numbers, but I think maybe, maybe we can find out and post it. We'll uh, look at the numbers at some point. Yeah, Maybe after we post the podcast out. Um, but the real issue of why people think that their metabolism slowed down is not because of their metabolism, it's because, just as you said, they become lazy shit. <laughs> or, but I can't help it, I have a busy work, or you become, you get a new job. Yeah. And your job is behind a desk. Happens but, to me. but my argument with that be, we'll make a conscious effort to not be um, sitting around at yeah. your desk all the time. Um, you know, after work, go do some stuff. Mm. You know, the weekends, not everyone works seven days a week. I hope not many people work seven days a week, all year rounds. No, like, you've got the weekend to do something, you've got the evening, but I've got to spend time with the fact Yeah, we get it, right? But if you really want things to change, you have to make that effort. Yeah. You know, there's ways around of doing stuff. (laughs) Do you want to spend the rest of your life, like, and I mean this seriously, Like, do you want to spend the rest of your life going, oh, I'm putting on weight and... You know, no. not being you know being embarrassed of when you go out, having to hide yourself under hoodies all the time, and not wearing baby photos. Clothes. Yeah, that actually happens. Like a lot of people, they are very camera shy because they're very conscious of of how they look, and, and yeah, how they and their feel. body shape, and and then you've got um, like they can't keep up with their kids, grandkids, and like let's take a look at. All right, go find someone who's over the age of, let's say 60, Yeah. right? And you know that they're very active, you know, they will still walk to the shops. You ask them that their metabolism <laughs> slowed down. They will tell you to piss off, basically. Pretty much. And be like, my metabolism is slowed down. But if you take a look at their lifestyle factors, mm. um, they're still walking around, they're still active. You know, they're they probably still going to the gym. They're still doing bits on bar They might just be going for morning walks every day. Yeah. Um, or walking to, like, the local pub rather than yep. getting a car because if you yep. get a car, you can't drink. So why <laughs> not walk? I, I went um, a couple of weeks ago. I took my dogs over to the local forest park and there was this old man um, yeah. with his little trolley walking his dogs. And, like, he didn't go far into the park. Full bar. credit to him. Um, but you can tell he, like made an effort yeah. to do something and you know, to entertain these dogs and take the dogs out and you know he just went probably a hundred meters into the into the entrance of not even a hundred metres, like fifty metres into the entrance of the park. Yeah. And um he came straight back out. But, you know, he probably doesn't eat as much food as he did when he was younger. Mm. And there's so many things to consider. And it's like just look at what you, your lifestyle. Yeah. Like, There's bigger things that you need to think about before you even start thinking about metabolism. 100%. And if you, you know, yes, you may have a condition, but... That's, that's a very rare that, minority. Yeah. And for the amount of people that talk about their metabolism slowing down compared to the amount of people in the world who actually have a, a actual medical condition for slow ridiculous. metabolism... It's a huge discrepancy between those two numbers, I yeah. think. Um, and I, maybe I'm just being too empathetic with them. Like, I do kind of get where you're coming from if you say that. Yeah. Not in the sense that it makes sense scientifically because it doesn't. No. But I get where you're coming from because I think for most people, it's almost like a defensive mechanism to say, oh, my metabolism's slowing down, it's not my fault. No. And if you're saying it, you're trying to find a reason and to s- say... Okay. Yeah. I've just been a bit of a lazy yeah. shit. And the thing is, their metabolism has slowed down, right? Affection. But it's slowed down to match the amount of calories they're burning. Yeah. You know? Like you find like mine and yours, we can eat more calories than most people because our metabolisms are high in the sense that we're burning more calories. Because of an active job. Yeah. yeah. So the to find that energy, our metabolism air quotes, <laughs> burns those calories to give us the energy. Yeah. If we didn't, if we weren't as active as we were, yeah. our metabolism would be slower. Yeah. But it would still be the same rate as everyone else. Like, I think if I'm right, most people, there is like a 5% difference Yeah. in their metabolism. Um I can't remember the exact numbers, don't quite remember it, but I think it's something where yeah. there, and that's like throughout like the whole population yeah. of people, and that's not a big number. It's not, and just go back to saying like, people who've got a medical condition, yeah. with actual, <coughs> excuse me, people saying they have got it's slow metabolism, up. it's too much of a big gap there for no. me. and people who do have medical conditions, they have, yeah. the ta- they have tablets and medication to bring them back to normal. Prescribed by a actual doctor. doctor. <laughs> so, not by a personal trainer, God help you. I think this is one subject that, that drives me insane and really bangs my dumbbells. Like <laughs> You've got dumbbells on you constantly. Yeah, like... Just gym bunny. Like, not grinds my gears, because I don't have gears, but what you've really got dumbbells, though. bangs my dumbbells is people that just come out of shit. And it's not their fault, but... I don't think it's their fault, but what pisses me off part of my French and my bad language is when personal trainers say it. Oh, oh like, yeah. Yeah, you're not losing weight, your metabolism just slow down. Like, what is in between your two ears to say that to a client? Yeah, like, like you're cool. the person who's meant to know this stuff. Yeah. You're the person who, in a client's eyes, has the knowledge, is the authoritative figure. Yeah. Please, don't say that to a client. No. Or even not even. Don't to even say client. it at all. It should yeah. never come out of your mouth unless it's... If it's coming into your mouth, zip yeah. your mouth up. Go and get your head in some books, or go and get a little bit educated. There's so many different yeah. quit your job, good resources out there. I wouldn't say quit your job because maybe they're just like I've probably said dumb stuff in the past. But I'm only I just it didn't around, know. But... <laughs> but yeah, maybe quit your job. Um, um, go, yeah, go like some people should. <laughs> <laughs> well, like trainers that go sit there training on a treadmill for like an hour. Yeah, and that's all they do. You know who you are <laughs> <laughs> if you're listening. <laughs> um, so yeah, if you're, even worse, if your trainer says that to you, oh, your metabolism slowed down, just give them a kick in the balls or if they're After a female, back. give them a kick elsewhere. Ask your money back. Leave them. Just be careful that you don't lose your shoe. <laughs> <laughs> and try and find a new trainer. <laughs> yeah. Preferably not someone they recommend because nine times out of ten they're probably coming the same Likewise, yeah. Um. So yeah, maybe that's rant over. Yeah. I feel like we've had quite a ranty <laughs> show on a yeah, free topics, but there's some, there's some home truths in there and I think the biggest thing is maybe we just talk about myths and people's perceptions based on what they hear through people, yeah. other people in the media and hopefully you guys can listen to this and pick some truths out of it um, understand where we're coming from sometimes it is a place of frustration yeah it's, <laughs> it's, I find often we're looking at each other being like what the hell is this or yeah. oh, I, can't, I can't believe a trainer just said that and no. It gives trainers a bad name, which gives no. us a bad name at the end of the day, Yeah, and it doesn't help people out, which ultimately is what we want to do, so yeah. if you are if, out there spreading crap, we are going to put something yeah. in your face to stop that crap coming exactly. out of your mouth. And I can't remember the quote word for word, but um, Martin McDonald said something of these lines, is there's people out there who are educated and they think they're educated but they're not educated enough to question what they've been educated on. Oh, I like that. I haven't heard that quote. Yeah, he, uh, he posted it a while and it yeah. just like, and it makes so much sense. I know trainers who go around and be like, talk the talk and they educate themselves. Yeah. And, you know, they're like, oh, okay, you know, I read this, 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 this. And it's like, yeah, but you don't question what you'll read. You will read what you read want to read, yeah. and you'll take it away, and... fly it to everyone. Everyone. Oh my <laughs> days, I've seen that in the last two weeks in the gym, and I don't really care that I'm going to say this, right? Haters is going to hate, but... Uh, <laughs> it's that show, say what I want. Doesn't uh, matter. Yeah, and you know what, if you're being mentioned on this podcast... For doing dumb shit. For doing dumb shit, then you need to fucking sort your act out. Um, but... Yeah, like, I saw someone demonstrate an exercise because they had tight hip flexors. Well, the whole situation was they had a lower back, they they were getting lower back pain. Okay, the client, not the trainer. Yeah, the the client, and... Well, no, there was these two trainers training, and they asked another trainer, like, what can we do to stretch um, to help our lower backs, which is something that I would do in the past, and I still do now. Yeah. But the advice they gave was probably not something like it just wasn't very good advice Mm. and then like the week later i see the one of the trainers like giving the exercise to all their clients (laughs) i'm like what are you doing
1: like you you, you've
0: got no rationale behind the stuff you you're doing and i know i pride myself in on what i do and i don't know everything and and i never will do but I take pride in what I know and I give rationale behind something and even if there's something that I don't know, I give the rationale behind that. Yeah. Like if I don't give someone a certain exercise, it's not because I don't like it, it's normally the fact that is I don't really know how it would benefit my client. And for your client there's probably no need to do it. Yeah. And it's just ridiculous. Like, I was just sitting there a bit ranty for me now. I was just like <laughs> sitting there going, I like, maybe have you thought about my my idea is you can treat the problem mm. but f- before you even treat the problem you need to know what the cause of the problem is. Yeah, And I see so many people that go, oh here's an exercise that you can help um, relieve the pain. It's like, alright but when I go back to that, I'm going to get the same pain again. Mm. So let's go back to what's causing it Yeah, and then give them stuff that's going to help release the pain. Yeah, And it could have probably been the fact that they were Doing an exercise that was not suitable for them, uh, or that their, their technique wasn't it was really shoddy and all yeah. over the place. And just and I just thought, and then the, the the exercise that they gave them, I just thought, did it involve a bocce ball? That was the question. No, uh, thankfully we we'll let them off for then. Yeah, for now. Um, yeah, but then they did the exercise. I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, just you just pick that up from YouTube. Yeah. Um, YouTube trainers yeah I'm a YouTube trainer show your face <laughs> <laughs> God help me if you are Brad God help me uh, if you are the only time I ever use YouTube is if I find a new exercise that I'm yeah. not really familiar with I will go oh what's that Yeah. and then I will trial and test it on myself and go yeah. do you know what if I struggle with this and it has no benefit to me it will definitely have no benefit yeah, and YouTube is can I say it is can be a good resource. Oh, hundred percent. Like you can learn a lot out of YouTube if you follow and look at like the right people. Yep. Yeah. But if you are gonna look at what they're doing, understand is it right for you as a person, is it right for you for your clients? Yeah. I doubt as many personal trainers that listen to this, but if you are someone who trains yourself, is it right for you? Yeah. Like just because someone on YouTube has done something doesn't mean you need to do it. No. Um you know Depends, does it fit your goals? Like, there's great Olympic lifts on YouTube. I'm not gonna do that. I'm not gonna make anyone do that unless they want to do Olympic weightlifting. And if they do want to do it, don't come see me because I don't have a clue how to do Olympic weightlifting. Uh, It's not my ball. No, (laughs) and shout out to uh, Tom for this one. Um, Tom, you can only get optimal power from doing Olympic lifting, right? (laughs) Is that what you said or as a joke? (laughs) No, uh, there's a lot of people that like we train athletes and they're like oh you have to do olympic lifting for yeah. like optimal power and building the power it's like <laughs> they don't like do olympic lifting because you do olympic lifting like, Yeah, do olympic lifting because you enjoy olympic lifting don't do it because you're going to get stronger and you're going to get bigger muscles like yeah stupid anyway um i feel so it's like it's been a good episode in terms of rants Yeah. <laughs> If you want us to talk about some lighter topics, maybe give us a few suggestions. Otherwise, we might keep running on. Yeah. But on a uh, happy note. On a happy note. What's today? Today is the first day of the release of the festive bake. <laughs> so, if anyone doesn't know what the festive bake is, um, you've, you've you've not lived. Um, get yourself to Greg's right now. Like, shut the podcast off. You can listen to it on the way to Greg's. I wouldn't even... You need to run. Like, <laughs> you can listen to it while you're running You ain't bricks. got time to pick up headphones. You ain't got time for like... You've got to drop everything and get yeah. to great. Just pick up your wallet. Um, yeah, don't even do that either. Just say you pay them later. Um, <laughs> no, don't do that. Um, Is that what you did when you got them today? Yeah. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I said that Chris would pay for them. Well, I've just eaten stolen goods today. Yeah. Right? Like, no, but seriously, the, I love the festive bake. I think it's one of the best things that... Greg's do and there's nothing wrong with Greg's by the way. Just, just be aware of the calories. Did you, see, uh, did you see? I hope you've seen. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the Greg's diet. Yeah, yeah. And they, they even con- con- The thing is, they even cons- considered a calorie deficit. Well, like, full credit to Greg's. I know. Like, they're genius and, at marketing their own food and yeah. saying, "Look, one of these weight. These are the foods you eat. This is our Greg's milk plan, yep. and you're in a calorie deficit." Yep. But, your and the menu was really good. It was yeah. better than most personal trainers would give up. <laughs> right. I mean, I'm not, I wouldn't be a massive advocate for it. I mean, it's probably going to cost you quite a bit. Uh, there's probably some like more fresh foods you could eat yep. and a bit more veg and fruit you can add into your diet and protein, but it's going to help you lose weight, probably, if you stick to what they said. Yeah. <laughs> but seriously, uh, if you don't know what the festive bake is, it's chicken and bacon in a creamy sage and um, cranberry sauce with sage and onion stuffing, wrapped in a latisse, I think it's called. Lattice? 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 I don't know what it is. I think it's lattice. Lattice. Yeah, like the pastry and smothered, I'd say sprinkled with some sexy... Seasoning, Um, yeah, like. Is that the name of the season? Yeah, and you (laughs) bite into it, and it's just like so creamy and orgasmic. It's like, ah! Go get them, um, because I'm gonna go. Again? (laughs) I'm gonna go eat the stock, um, but. And you'll look like Santa Claus for Christmas. Yeah, but this comes out (laughs) on Monday, so hopefully by Monday you've eaten one, but if you haven't, Go and get one. That's your challenge um, for the next week. Go and get yeah. one before you listen to the next the episode. That's enough from me. Anything from your side? Um, anything going on in your world? What's happening in my world? Uh, nothing at the moment to shout out about, no. Cool. Yourself. So, apart from the boot camp. Uh, yeah, boot camp's well. going well. We're in our second um, week now. Yeah. Uh, the members, of, I think the members are starting to enjoy exercise, which... Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, cause I can count, Countdown's been involved. Oh, that was a great game this week. It was, it was. Um, um, so yeah, hopefully they'll start to enjoy it. Uh, we're starting to see some results, which is good. Yep. Um, we'll keep you guys posted Those those in the next two weeks yeah. as well. And just before we wrap up, where can they find you, Chris? Yeah. On? So if you want to find me, I'm on all sorts of social media. So it's Vell Fitness, V-E-L-E Fitness. It's the same over Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Make life easy. I'm nice like that. Cool. Um, You can find me over on Instagram and Facebook at Bradley G Fitness. I'm not on Twitter. I don't like Twitter. Um, I don't really post it. No. (laughs) Uh, I used to. um, But it's not that. I just think it's pointless. Um, I don't know. You might even call it a dying social media channel. A lot of people are still active on it, though um i just don't yeah. use it but anyway and then you can find both of us together like what yeah. more could you ask for at eat lift lose try saying that really quick yeah and tom if you are listening, it's eat lift lose not eat lose Lift. yeah get it right but thanks for the shout anyway um, yeah um but i think that's all the rantings for today yeah, um, and the joy about the festive bake. Yeah. Don't forget that. Yeah, I want to see you guys eating festive bakes and posting pictures. In fact, if you're going to have a festive bake, tag us in the photo. Hashtag eat lift lose festive season or festive. That is a it. long hashtag. Yeah. Or just, <laughs> hashtag. just a hashtag eat lift lose and, and tag us in it. Tag yeah. it over, eat lift lose or one of us, and we'll have a look at your best festive Let's. bake selfie. Yeah. That's what but, you've got to do next. Oh, yeah, that will come. Best oh, right. selfie. Under a stack. <laughs> a stack of six yeah. in one hand. There you go. That's an idea. Let's do the 5,000 calorie challenge. Oh, no. Fruit. not <laughs> On Greg's Bakes. <laughs> on Greg's Bakes. How many is that going to take? <laughs> anyway, let's wrap it up there. <laughs> that's the end of the show. 20. Um, hope you enjoyed it. If you've got any questions, drop us a message. If you want us to cover anything on the next episode, leave us a message as well, and we'll cover that off. Hope you've enjoyed it. And that's me done. Peace out. Take care, guys.